Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the August edition of my One Month to a More Effective Compliance Program series that I'm running throughout 2017. This month will be One Month to More Effective Continuous Improvement. My sponsor this month is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 500 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, I would urge you to visit visit Affiliated Monitors at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. As I indicated, this month we're going to look at one month to more effective continuous improvement. We're going to consider auditing and monitoring, the different types of auditing that you can do from third-party auditing, supply chain, data risk auditing, auditing, culture auditing, auditing against fraud. We're going to talk about control testing. We're going to look at continuous improvement through the use of big data. We're going to look at measuring effectiveness, risk-based monitoring, email sweeps as monitoring, and listening as continuous monitoring. I think you're going to find it a fascinating month, and I'm sure at the end of the month you will have picked up multiple lessons on what you can do to improve your compliance program around continuous improvement. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for joining me on this episode, and I hope you'll join me for the entire month. This 2017 One Month to a Better Compliance Program podcast series is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day one, continuous improvement in a compliance program. Welcome to the August edition of One Month to More Effective Compliance Programs with this month's series, which will focus on one month to more effective continuous improvement. As you know, each month in 2017, I am presenting a series of podcasts on one topic which will allow you to create a more effective compliance program. This month, I will discuss how you can use techniques to create more effective continuous improvement in your compliance program. Under Hallmark 9 of the 10 Hallmarks of an Effective Compliance Program is articulated in the 2012 FCPA guidance that stated, a good compliance program should constantly evolve. A company's business changes over time, as do the environments which it operates, and the nature of its customers, the laws which govern its actions, and the standards <coughs> which and the standards of enforcement. In addition, compliance programs that do not exist on just on paper but are followed in practice and inevitably uncover compliance weaknesses and require enhancements. Consequently, the DOJ and SEC will evaluate whether companies regularly review and improve their compliance program and not allow them to become stale. This insight was carried forward in the Department of Justice's 2017 Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs, which lists three types of continuous improvement, number one, internal audit, number two, control testing, and number three, evolving updates. Each category further refined <coughs> was further refined with multiple attendant questions.
should keep track of your of external and internal events which may cause change to your business po- processes, policies, and procedures. Some examples are new laws applicable to your business organization and international events which might drive changes within a company, i.e. a company reorganization or a major acquisition. This type of review appears to be similar to the DOK advocacy of ongoing risk assessments. The FCPA guidance specifically says that a good compliance program should constantly evolve. A company's business changes over time, and so should its compliance program. Continuous continuous improvement requires that not only you audit, but also monitor whether your employees are staying with your compliance program. In addition to the language set out in the FCPA guidance, Two of the seven compliance elements in the U.S. Sentencing Guidelines call for companies to monitor, audit, and respond quickly to allegations of misconduct. These three key activities are key components enforcement officials look for when determining whether companies maintain adequate oversight of their compliance programs. The 2012 FCPA guidance goes on to make clear that a company should assess and manage its own risk. It specifically notes that small and medium Size enterprises likely will have different risk profiles and therefore different attendant compliance programs than large multinational corporations. However, this is something that the DOJ and SEC take into account when evaluating a company's compliance program and in any FCPA investigation. This is why a check-the-box approach is not only disfavored by the government, but at the end of the day, it's also ineffectual. It's because each compliance program should be tailored to the enterprise's own specific needs, risks, and challenges. One tool that is extremely useful in the continuous improvement cycle, yet is often misunderstood or misused, is ongoing monitoring. This can come from the confusion between the differences from monitoring and auditing. Monitoring is a commitment to reviewing and detecting compliance variances in real time, then reacting quickly to remediate them. A primary goal of monitoring is to define and address gaps in your compliance program and on a regular and consistent basis across a wide spectrum of data and information. Auditing is a more limited review that targets a specific business component, region, or market sector during a particular time frame in order to uncover and or evaluate certain risks, particularly as seen from financial records. However, you should not assume that because your company conducts audits, it is effectively monitoring. A robust program should include separate functions for both auditing and monitoring. Although unique in protocol, however, the two functions are related and can operate in tandem. Monitoring activities can sometimes lead to audits. For instance, if you notice a trend of suspicious payments in recent monitoring reports from Indonesia, it may be time to conduct an audit of those operations in order to further investigate the matter. Your company should establish regular monitoring systems to spot issues and address them. Effective monitoring applies to a consistent set of protocols, checks, and controls tailored to your company's risk to detect and remediate compliance programs on an ongoing basis. To address this, your compliance program should be checking in routinely with local financial departments and your foreign offices to ask if they've noticed recent irregular accounting irregularities. Regional directors should be required to keep tabs on potential improper activities in the countries in which they manage. These ongoing efforts demonstrate your company is serious about compliance. What should you do with this information? I would suggest that you have a strategic plan in place ready to implement the findings of your continuous improvement by the following. Number one, review the goals of the strategic plan. This requires you to arrange a time for you and your team to review 
the plans and measure how they will implement going forward. Two, design an execution plan. I like to keep it simple. SIR method or KISS method, this would suggest for each compliance goal, there should be a simple and straightforward plan to ensure the goal in question is being addressed. Three, put accountabilities in place. In any plan of execution, there must be accountabilities attached to them. This requires a CCO or other senior compliance department representative to put these in place and then mandate a report requirement on how the task assigned is being achieved. Finally, number four, schedule the next review of the plan. There should be a regular review of this process. It allows any problems which may arise to be detected and corrected more quickly if the meetings are held less frequently. It is a function of the CCO to reinforce the vision and goals of the compliance function, where assessment and updating are critical to ongoing best practices compliance program. If you follow this protocol, you will put a mechanism in place to demonstrate your company's commitment to compliance by following through on attentions as set forth in your strategic plan. Continuous improvement through continuous monitoring or other techniques will help your compliance program keep abreast of any changes in your business model's compliance risks and allow growth based upon new and updated best practices specified by regulators. A compliance program in many ways is a continuously evolving organism just as your company is. You need to build in a way to keep pace with both the market and regulatory changes to have a truly effective anti-corruption compliance program. The 2012 FCPA guidance makes clear that the DOJ and SEC will give meaningful credit to companies through thoughtful efforts to create a sustainable compliance program if a, program, uh, if a problem is later discovered. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, your compliance program should be continually evolving. Stasis is not acceptable in compliance. You need to be moving forward. Two, Monitoring and auditing are different, yet complementary tools for a continuous improvement. Uh, one can lead to the other, but they overlap, but they are separate and distinct. And three, never forget that the government, in the form of the Department of Justice and the Securities and Exchange Commission, will give meaningful credit to thoughtful efforts to create a sustainable compliance program if, the problem, if a problem is later discovered. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed day one to one month to more effective continuous improvement, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day two. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of One Month to More Effective Continuous Improvement in Your Compliance Program. If you've listened to this podcast on iTunes, please rate this podcast. It was a help in our rankings, and also get the word out about the only daily podcast to help you improve your compliance program. If you have any questions, you can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and you've been listening to one month of more effective continuous improvement from the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.